Hello and welcome to Take Me Through Your Day. On today's episode, we interview a late night toll booth operator. Uh, she's got a new puppy and you'll hear her throughout the episode. Um, it's, it's cute enough, like sniffing and squeak toys and whatnot. Um, also, there's a fair bit of censorship. Um, it's, you know, it's, this is why we don't use names and, you know, companies on the show. It's really about learning the details of the job that we present. Um, I never want anyone getting in hot water for the sake of our small little educational program that we do. Um, all of that out of the way. Uh, if, if you or someone you know would like to be on the show, as always, uh, we're on all social media, iTunes and YouTube and all that, um, at, at TakeMeTYD. Um, Alright, enjoy the show. Do you have like a set schedule or is it just, you know, changes from week to week? Um, it's like a monthly rotating schedule, actually, so every week is different, but every 30 days are basically the same. Oh, okay, so you get a little bit of stability, but it can still move around a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Alright, what are... Uh... like these long stretches and short stretches. I'll explain um, that a little bit. So for about three weeks, the way it's set up, I'll work four days, I'm off one day, I work five days, I'm off one day, then I work another five days, then I'm off two days, I work three days, I'm off two days. <laughs> that was a dog. I work three days and I'm off two days again. So it works really well when I'm trying to set up like vacation days because oh, okay. I can spend like six vacation days and get um, like two weeks off almost. Oh, okay. Cool. But the long stretches are a little rough. I imagine. What um, what's what are the different types of shifts you do, like start time, end time kind of deal? Uh, the one I work is ten forty five p.m. to seven fifteen a.m. There's also a six forty five to three fifteen or and a two forty five to eleven fifteen. And then there's what's called knockouts, which. They work every every schedule, like the first three schedules I mentioned, people are on all year long. But knockouts will work all shifts, and they basically cover the days off of the other people. So a knockout person will work on the two days off that I'm off that week, and then they'll work uh, the two okay. days off. Someone else is off, so. Are they paid similarly, or is it a different kind of... They're paid similarly, but at least at my interchange, our boss sets it up so they get more weekends off. Oh, okay. Well, that's something. Yeah, it's it's a little better. It kind of uh, wears on you, though. I actually did that shift for about three months, and I wasn't into it. <laughs> I imagine it takes a certain type of person. Another bonus of doing the knockout is they usually just do relief. Yeah. So, um, so they really only work, like, four hours a day instead of, like, being in the booth for all eight hours because they're just giving people breaks and stuff. Oh, okay. So, well, yeah, yeah that's got that's got to really, yeah, <laughs> grab a certain kind of person. So, say on average, let's just pick, a, just say your schedule right now. What uh, when would you wake up? Um, I usually at the latest I'll wake up at nine thirty p.m. Um, I get ready. I go in a little bit early, just because a lot of us kind of have this. 
sorry. It's fine. Don't worry about it. There's, yeah, a, there's yeah. a dog that's that's running around. <laughs> um, Everyone's equated themselves with the sound of the dog now. Or... Me and all my coworkers kind of have this unspoken rule that we'll come in a little early so that we can leave a little early. Oh, okay, um, that's nice. Yeah, because we don't have to be in the booth until on the hour, but we'll usually actually like go out and relieve everyone at like 45. So I'll go in at like 10.30 instead and like count the bank, do my paperwork and get into the booth by 10.45 instead of... Yeah, and then you'll be all situated and... And then and I get to, to leave at 7 a.m. instead of 7.15 and they all get to leave at 11 p.m. instead of 11.15 or I don't know why we do it, but... Hey, I mean, if it's working out, why not? Yeah. It's a psychological thing, I think, with a lot of yeah. those things. Like, we're all there for the same amount of time, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when you wake up at, <laughs> at 9 or uh, whatever p.m., is that something you set an alarm for, or you just kind of, like, adjust yourself? Honestly, I have a bad, bad sleep habits anyway, so... Um, <laughs> And because I work the night shift, a lot of times, like, I'll have doctor's appointments or something in the morning, so that day I'll have to stay up until noon. But then another day, if I have, like, a social event, I have to go to bed at 7 a.m., and then I'll wake up at, like, 4 p.m. So that's just, like, me personally. Um, I know when I was on other shifts, I didn't have to set an alarm so much. Okay. But. Yeah, so it's a little little erratic. Yeah, for me at least, but. Again, I've always had sleep issues anyway. That's why I decided midnight, because I was like, well, I can't sleep anyway, so I might as well. Yeah, yeah, whatever works for you. Um, Do you have, like, a routine when you wake up? Or are you just, like, wake up out the door, kind of? I don't have much of a routine, though. Um, I usually don't, like, shower and stuff until after work, because all the cars and the exhaust and everything... Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I feel, like, pretty dirty then, and so I wait until I get home to actually shower and stuff, so that's more of where the routine is. Okay, so what, um, well, we'll get to that towards the end, then. What, uh, what do you do food-wise? Is there something you prepare while you're there, or is there something that you have to bring with you, or? Oh, I always have to bring something with me, but that's just because I work the midnight, and I don't get breaks, Hmm. so, um... Most of the time I try to bring leftovers or, like, I'll make a sandwich and, like, take some yogurt and stuff. But if I didn't have time to do that or I'm kind of at the end of my long stretch and don't have groceries, I'll, uh, usually stop. Okay. They have some pretty good, like, I mean, they have, it's like a mini grocery store, so I can basically get, like, frozen vegetables because I have microwave in the Oh, okay. Nice. Now, I want to backtrack just a little bit. When you said you don't get breaks, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Is it just, like, sitting in a chair for eight hours, or what, like... Um, pretty much. It's it's another thing with, um, my specific interchange on midnight. I'm the only person there. You're the only person in any of the booths? Yeah. That's very strange. Uh, yeah, I, I, I found it strange as well the first time I, I worked there, but I guess they don't think there's enough traffic to have anybody else there. And are the other the other booths just the automatic ones, the paid? Yeah, they're on Easy Pass. Easy Pass. So, because I don't get breaks, I get paid an hour of overtime every night. And Okay, that's alright. <laughs> so I think I get around $5,000 extra a year. 
Okay. I think I'd pay $5,000 a year to get bathroom breaks, but I mean, that's just me. <laughs> oh, I can go to the bathroom. Um, so just, you're just saying no, like, all right, here, take 15? Yeah. None of that. It's none of that. But we have uh, the maintenance workers who basically, like, patrol the highway mm-hmm. all night. Um, there's this one guy. He comes by every night, like, two or three times, and he'll, like, sit in my lane while I can run in real quick and, like, pee and then come back out. Um, and kind of like prevent traffic from going through. Um, okay. So I've that. I'm very quick at doing it though. Well, no, I mean, I'm just glad you have the option because that, I immediately got anxiety oh, no, like, for you. That, like, I wouldn't get fired if, like, you know, a bunch of cars drove through while I was gone or something. They understand that, like, you have to go to the bathroom, you know, like, well, they that, don't that, ban me from doing that. That brings up another question. So the cars just roll through when there's no one there? Uh, they could. I mean,. No, I mean, what what do they do more mm-hmm. often than not? Do they just roll through, they or they're wait. like, I gotta wait? They'll wait? Um, they'll wait. Yeah, I have a sign that I'll put in the window that says, please wait. I'm gone for maybe a minute and a half, and I'll, I'll wait. I'm, I've gotten pretty good at understanding, like, uh, traffic flows. Yeah. So, I'd say about 95% of the time I do run in the bathroom, no car even comes. Oh, okay. Um, the off chance that they do, it's usually irregular. And they'll wait. If it's not, it's more of like a 50-50 gamble if I've never met them before. All right. So. Yeah. That's not bad. So let's talk commute time. What up from your apartment to where you go? What kind of... Or do you change uh, locations often? Uh, this job, when you first get it, you have to cover a lot of distance. Um, our district is from... So that's like a 75-mile stretch. Okay. And if you're what's called a supplemental when you first start, you have to go to any single location that calls you. Wow. Um, it's not all, you always, you don't always know if you're going there tomorrow or where you're going to be, you know, next week. Is that just maddening? A little just... <laughs> bit. Um, every single one of the, like, toll collectors is, have gone through it, though. And once, like, the seniority list comes up you get placed at an interchange you don't really have a choice in the matter um you could turn it down and continue going all over the place but then you'll lose your seniority which is kind of important in this job for some reason i imagine yeah Yeah. so i am it took me a little bit to get to the interchange that i actually liked and i'm permanent there now so from here to there. From here to there, it is usually five to six minutes. Oh, okay. That's nothing. No. Yeah, that's very Although good. Although I did, I waited until I got this interchange, and then I moved here because it was so close. So, okay. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. So I'm assuming you drive there. They have like a parking lot or something. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you listen to anything on the way in? Like music, anything? Um. Yeah. I mean, it's a short commute, but... Yeah, it's really not that long. Um, Sometimes I'll listen to music I have on my phone. Actually, I'll do that a lot because it's connected to my car, and it kind of indicates, like, oh, I definitely have my phone with me, so I'm good to go to work. Okay. There's some times where otherwise... Little fail-safes. I forgot my phone. And being at that job at night is horrifying without having entertainment. Yes, Absolutely. I, I so. believe you. I believe you. <laughs> so it's it's nice to have the assurance that I have my phone at least. Um, 
I might like th- like if I have a low battery or something like throw on the X. Just like regular, just radio station. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, there's like probably like six I think cycle through. I'm not crazy about the radio though, so. Yeah, it's it's rare that I get anyone talking about the radio, so I mean, it, it makes sense. I don't know. Like I try to listen to the classical station honestly, but it's um real staticky in the valley, I guess, which is kind of a shame. I don't know what to do about that. Yeah, you get so. that with a lot of the better stations around here because it's just not. Yeah. They don't have that budget, I guess. Um, so when you get, I guess you covered it already, when you get to the job, you, like, count out, count your money and everything? Like, um, what are the first actions that, that you have going on when you get there? You park your car, and then what? Um, you gotta have your, we call them non-rev cards, which open the doors, and they also, we can use them, like, in the lanes, um, like, if I take the turnpike so that I don't have to take, oh, okay, take yeah. the turnpike. But they're also our, our ID cards, and they open the the building. Um, I go in. I go into the bank because I'm the only one there. I'm in charge, so I have to count the bank, make sure everything's even yeah. from the guy before. Then I have like I don't know ten pieces of paperwork that I have to fill out, like all my info on. It's rather annoying. What What do you mean info? Just like the the register like or name, collector number, date, interchange. Um, money bag numbers, just all that like annoying stuff, so that they can follow my paperwork trail. Oh, okay. I in my head, I was just thinking that with the card, everything was automated. And no. That that's I. You know, we're talking about this state, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I mean, I guess there's really no um, camaraderie at work if unless you have those. What do you say, maintenance guys coming through? Well, the maintenance guys, I do talk to. Um, like three times a night and while I'm counting the bank and stuff the person that's in what they call entry is usually in there and we'll talk we'll kind of bullshit there a little bit yeah no you can swear it's <laughs> fine I, <laughs> um, but yeah that's uh, how much interaction do you really get to have in that eight hours I mean me personally not much because I, I pretty much see my coworkers for the first 15 minutes and then the last 15 minutes of my job yeah. Um, the other collectors will usually um, stand outside of the booth, like behind the booth. And at our interchange, it's a little harder because you're like two away from each other. So they'll kind of like scream at each other yeah. a bunch. <laughs> or they have a radio that they talk on constantly. Um, but me, not so much. <clears throat> is that something that you're happy about? Or is it just like whatever? I like some of my coworkers, but like. I don't mind the solitude, honestly. Like, I get a lot of reading and everything else done because I'm not, like, constantly responding to a coworker who's bored. Yeah, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I guess that's the whole point of this is, like, there's a type of job that's for every type of person, yeah. and a lot of people don't even know about certain jobs that exist. Mm-hmm. And, um... I didn't even have that, and you already said you don't you don't have a break, so lunch <laughs> yeah. is not really anything other than when you choose to eat, I guess. Pretty much, and like I said, like um, they let me put a microwave and a toaster oven in my booth. Oh, okay. So I'm pretty much set. I accidentally set off the fire alarm once with the toaster oven, though, and it <laughs> is horrifying. It's not like a regular building fire alarm. Um, 
I got like immediate calls from the fire department because I tried to make toast. God forbid. <laughs> they thought like one of the booths were just a flame and they have this fire alarm that's in the building that's like screaming at the top of the lungs and strobe lighting and it was locked and nobody ever told me where the key to it was. It took me like half an hour of like running because I was still getting traffic running like from my booth to inside trying to figure it out getting a car having to run back until I finally found it about half an hour later with this blaring noise so that was fun so it was a key that you found or a, yeah a it, waiting... was, it was hidden like because it was like seven feet high it was hidden on top of the the fire alarm so okay. <laughs> I thought like I was like, all right, let me think about my coworkers and where they actually would put the key. That's where it was. <laughs> I mean, yeah, someone should, probably should have told you that. Yeah, they should have, and or they should have put it on the key ring that the shift leader holds every day, which is where I put the key. Yeah, exactly. So, in in the vein of that, do you have any good stories from just working there? Anything that just pops into your head. You don't have to think too hard about it. Oh, God, stories. I mean, I do have a lot of stories, but... Well, we can we can mix this in with I just really... customer interactions, pet peeves, anything that just straight up bothers you. There's a lot of pet peeves. All right, um, just spill. Go nuts. One of them, the way people hand over money and tickets, it's like they'll hide change like anywhere in the bills, so then they try to hand it to you, and it just falls all over the ground. It's like, how did you ever expect me to know that the change was like under the bill and between the ticket? And like, yeah, that's that's crazy. I wouldn't even. <laughs> uh, the way people hand over change that, or like when you try to give them back their change and they grab your hand, like all. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I always hate when people gave me hot money, like hot coins oh, that, yeah. that used to drive me nuts. They, they like hold them in there, or the people that every summer <coughs> I get probably like 60% damp money. Oh, just, wet money too. Oof. I always, in my head, I'm just like, they're at a water park. That's why it's wet. Don't think about it too much, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's no beach here, so <laughs> it's, it's like it better be a water park. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to know what else, but there's a lot of people that like pull their money out of their their bras or their shoe and it's like, oh like, Come yeah on, man yeah, that's or rough. they also will always pull up with the ticket in their mouth ticket and, in their mouth yeah and it's like i can or they'll they'll be holding their money in their hand and they'll sneeze into their hand that they're holding the money and then try to hand it over and it's like that's disgusting oh, these people are gross oh god you have <laughs> no idea it's so bad um but yeah there's there's a lot of things that, like, it's not like I, like, get mad at them. I used to. And then I was just like, it's not like they know, you know. Well, okay, so those that's some through lines of things that bother you. You have, like, a specific customer you have in mind. Like, I remember that guy. And, you know. Well, like, I... Just this, an interaction that was like, holy shit, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. So... Did you hear about that $90 million 
um, mass drug bust that happened this weekend? No, no, I didn't. Uh, I was too hung up on all the school shootings that have been happening every yeah. other day. <laughs> it was in North Carolina, actually. They pulled over these truckers and found they had $90 million worth of meth in the fuel tank. They came through my my lane this weekend. Wow. Um, how did you How do you know? Did, you, did they know show them on the news or the, they the vehicle? Did, they did show both them and like a slight picture of the vehicle, but I remember them because they didn't have a ticket. They uh. were refusing to pay the lost ticket fare. They were claiming that they come this way like all the time, even though I had never met like seen them before. I, I remember faces pretty well. Yeah. Um, and telling me that they've never needed to have a ticket before, which is a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, saying, but like they didn't know how much it should be or anything, even though they come this way all the time. Yeah. So. The one guy was, like, refusing to pay, and he's like, no, I'm only paying from where we came from. I'm not paying the full fare. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Uh, I'm going to have to call a trooper. He might be able to approve it, you know, because that's what I have to do at night if they refuse to pay. And a lot of times a trooper will actually, like, approve it, you know. But Oh, I I I wouldn't have guessed that. (laughs) I can't do it myself. It really depends on my interaction with them. Like, if they pull up and I tell them, like, they were nice. They just like didn't have the money and were very confused. They'll be like, "All right, I got this." But if they like flip out on me, I'll tell them that. Like, yeah, that he like was calling me names and like very aggressive. And they're like, "All right, we got this." All right, what's what's the full fare? Like, you lose a ticket. What are you paying? Um, do you want me to finish my story first, or tell you that? Tell me that real quick, and then we'll go back to the story. Okay, so <laughs> the full fare for a normal vehicle. Like two axles under five thousand pounds is apparently. All right, that's the max. That's you lost your ticket and yeah. who knows? If you're a commercial vehicle, it can get substantially higher. Um, most vehicles are probably like class four, so it would be like a hundred and eight dollars. Um, class seven is probably like somewhere in the two hundreds. Class nine, which is you have to have special permits. Um, that's almost $2,000. So, like, oversized loads and stuff? Yeah. All right, that makes sense. All right, back to your story. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was almost done, but these guys were arguing. I mentioned, like, I'm going to have to call a trooper. The one guy continued to argue while the other guy fumbled immediately for his wallet to get out his thing to pay for it. Yeah, I mean, I imagine if you have that much meth, it's like, hey, let's let's just give the lady the money and move on. And that's when I saw the name on it, too. So I I recognized the name first when I saw it in the news. Then I saw pictures of them, and I was like, okay. And they had a purple truck, which it was a purple truck in the the picture. So I was like, okay. All right. Well, then (laughs) (laughs) that settles that. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else about them that, like... Made you remember them? Um, um, I guess if you said you're really good with faces, I think that's seems well. Good for the most part, like commercial vehicles know what they're doing. So <laughs> if one pulls up and they don't know what they're doing, like they don't have a ticket, they don't have money, it usually sticks out for like at least a week or so. And it was on the news like less than 48 hours later. So there you go. <laughs> All right, so what um, what do you do for leisure? What do you do at home when you're done? When you finally kick off? Well, I got a puppy, so I've been playing with her a lot. Yes. Um, before that, I was really, I really kind of hated it. I was spending like way too much time just watching TV because I didn't know what else to do. 
Like, especially getting off at, no one wants to hang out at, like, 8 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. True. Pretty much nothing to do right before or right after I get off work. Sometimes I could maybe hang out with people before work, but it's like, all right, guys, it's 9, I gotta go. You know, most people don't even want to hang out until, like, 7 or 8, so. Yeah. <clears throat> so what do you fill your day with? Um, mostly chores, sleep, puppy, and... Is that the food? Yes, probably. All right. Sorry. And take a pause right here. Hello? Cut this in seamlessly. Come on, dog. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Yeah. All right, so you were saying about about some of the customers yes. <laughs> that you get through, some of the more interesting ones. And I get a lot of naked people. <laughs> yeah, naked people. So what's what's the story with that? Like, is it just naked people, or they have some kind of sexual agenda that's... Are these nefarious people coming through nude? I think it's a mixed bag, honestly. It always starts when it starts to get nice out and then continues until the fall. Um, and then they disappear for the winter. But, but like, it's, like... it's a mixture of... There was, there was one, one weekend where it was a lot of naked people. And I asked, I finally asked one of them, like, what's, what's up? And they said there was like some nudist convention that they were attending, and they were like coming oh. back from that. So I was like, all right, that makes sense. Because it was like cars full of naked people. Oh, oh like, okay. Just, this isn't just one individual creep. This no. Is... Um, I got my first one of the season this weekend, though, <laughs> and it was it was kind of strange because the girl that was driving was dressed normally, like looked normal, but she just <laughs> had this naked guy in her passenger seat that was just sitting there like covering his junk with his hands hey, come and on, completely buddy. naked otherwise he just wants so. to bite me those are sharp little baby teeth so yeah <laughs> it's uh it's really a mixed bag like I've seen like people getting blowjobs and stuff in the back seat in the back <laughs> um yeah. Like a taxi cab type of scenario, or these are just like, oh, wait, we know what's going on back there. Yeah, I think it was, it was like them. a group of younger kids, and I was like, really, guys? Come on. Oh, well, then, you can't fault them. <laughs> I think the funniest one was, I had this regular customer who came through every every day. He had a laptop in his passenger seat and was always watching porn. Always. Huh. And then, like, so I was just staring at the laptop the one time while I was looking for change, and he looked at me, and he was like, can you see that? And I was like, yeah, I can see that. And he got, like, real red and, like, paid real quick, and I never saw him again. Wow. <laughs> like, I guess he just thought, like, from the angle or something that I didn't know that that was going on. But I did. That's, and he just changed his whole yeah, com commute? Yeah, he completely <laughs> changed his like, All right, time to take the back roads from now on. I got totally busted at <laughs> <that> porn. <laughs> any, other, any other, like, you know, scenarios? Like, like weird people? <laughs> Strange, um, odd birds. There's there's certain people on the midnight shift that it kind of really sucks because there's no cars to save me from people that want to just talk for like 45 minutes. Oh. Like they'll sit in my lane and won't pick up on cues that like, I don't want to talk for 45 minutes to you. Um, 
And they'll wait until another car comes. And sometimes there is, like, a really long pause between cars. And they get, like... The one guy was trying to get me to date his son. Was the son present? No. <laughs> he was just describing him. He's like, yeah, he lives in my basement. He doesn't talk to anybody. He really needs friends. I think wow. that you guys should date. And, like, he doesn't have a job. And I'm like... You're really selling your kid. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and I was like... It was, like, for half an hour. I'm just like, no. Like, I'm, I'm all right. But, like, he just wouldn't drop it and, like, wouldn't leave. And, like, now every time he comes through my lane, because he's, like, a pretty regular customer, I'm like, please let another car come up behind him, please. Um, I mean, some are fun to talk to, honestly, as well. You know, I have a lot of um, regulars that I have, like, banter with, and, like, they know about my puppy and stuff. Um, I actually really like a lot of my regulars. Yeah, any, any particular, just... Just cool people to come through Keep you company Somebody you look forward to seeing There's this one guy that works at Max and Irma's And he always brings me uh, Cookies Nice For Max and Irma's He's really nice I like him There's this girl that works at Starbucks That will give me Like she'll bring me Starbucks drinks Or like Pastries or something else If she has them Sweet She's really nice Yeah Um I don't really know, like, I'm really bad with names, and it's, like, a thing that's, like, a problem for me, because I know they've told me their name, and I just don't remember it, and I feel horrible, because now it's like, I've been talking to you every night for, like, six months. Yeah, it's like, name. you're the cookie guy, yeah. you're the <laughs> Starbucks lady. <laughs> I don't much. think there's anything wrong with that, and <laughs> yeah. in the way, like, how often do you do proper introductions in those type of scenarios? You just kind of know people. Yeah. Um... One of the things I hate that's going on right now in the summer is all the construction on the turnpike, which would be fine, except for, I'd say there's like 15 dump trucks that have to like circle around mm. almost every hour, so I get 15 loud dump trucks every hour, like, like um, kind of evenly dispersed, so that I get headaches like every day oh that sucks because they're so loud and then they like they try to talk to me but i can't really hear them over the trucks so it's just awkward oh yeah awkward talk yeah that's not that's not good 15 times (laughs) every hour that's a lot yeah and you mentioned before about the the fumes and everything like that does that bother you like does that give you headaches and stuff like that sometimes it's worse than others um if it's, like, a, a trucker something, if I'm able to, like, close the windows when they drive off. But, like, when they're sitting in my lane, like, looking for money and stuff, the noise and the smell, like, coming into the window can really get to me sometimes. Yeah, that stuff really bothers me. I wonder what, it, what like, long-term effects it's going to have on me. Do they have any kind of protocol for something like that? I mean, I'm assuming you get some kind of health care through this job. Oh, uh, I have really good benefits, actually. Um... So there's no, uh, incorporated with that, they don't associate, like, lung checkups or, like, some kind of just general health? Yeah, they don't really want, I think they kind of avoid it because they don't want to bring attention to it. Yeah, probably smart on their part. It's the the same thing with, uh, like, dodging traffic when we have to get to our booths. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Um, they kind of, like, put it all on us. Like, you have to wear your vest and... We're not going to ask these people to, you know, actually adhere to the 
speed limit of five miles an hour through this work zone. Mm. Like we can't. We try to come up with all kinds of like put speed bumps in the like in the lanes. You know that yeah. they can't fly through at like sixty miles an hour like they do. Um, and they're like, no, that's not that's not a solution. And it's like, why not? Are they saying it's not a solution because they don't want to provide speed bumps? Or are they saying it's not a solution because they want those easy pass people to just go and go? Um, I'm not really sure about that. I would honestly say, considering it's a state job, they just don't want to pay for speed bumps or anything. That, that was my first thought. They want to just, like, bank on us not getting hit. Because, like, the price of putting speed bumps in every lane at every interchange is probably less than, like, the money they'd have to shell out for one person dying. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, all right, so do you have any advice for someone on that grim note? Do you have any (laughs) advice for someone who'd like to get into this type of work? Um, really, they're trying to get rid of toll collection, make it all cashless tolling, but they are going to have, they're always going to have maintenance. Um, They're always going to need clerks. Maintenance, you need to have a CDL to drive the trucks, like, um, salt trucks and stuff. And then I think you, like, cut grass and stuff in the summer or fix potholes. They get paid the same as we do. They do not have this horrible schedule. Like, they usually work um, 7 to 3, Monday through Friday. Oh, okay. Unless there's a snowstorm, then they get, like, a bunch of overtime to stay in. Yeah, that must be one benefit of... you need to have a CDL... The clerk positions are a joke. I think you have to pass a 20-word-per-minute typing test. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You do want to have a letter of recommendation from someone. Uh, Political letters of recommendation would be good. That being said, it's like, you know, like the mayor or someone on council or someone on the school board type of thing. Like, if if you did any kind of volunteer work, that would work. Yeah, we'll get you down the right path. Yeah. Um... But that's pretty much it. That and opportunity. You just kind of have to wait for these jobs to open up and really, like, um, check the website. So there's, like, a state website that just keeps yeah. track of them, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, at the bottom, I think, there's a, I think there's a career section. That's where I went to apply. Oh, okay. So. Well, that works. Um, <laughs> now, this applies to the job or generally anything you want. This just kind of wraps up this part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there something that you learned that you wish you'd learned earlier? Like something you know now that, that for like this job in particular that or life we're just kind of you know putting the pin at the end of the, the job portion of this life. um i really kind of at this job learned how to deal with people a lot better um okay. i used to have a lot of social anxiety and i think like all of the unusual occurrences and everything else like that i've had to deal with with these customers has really like helped me get over a lot of that good and that's just from being in the field like just time mostly that and honestly like i got onto midnight as soon as i could and because i'm alone a lot of the other collectors start relying on the shift leader to deal with problems because Mm. like they can just call them out and they'll deal with it but when i'm there alone like this is me this is like you're there problem solving yeah um I think it gave me a lot of confidence with being able to do that kind of stuff, too. So. All right, good. We'll move on to the fun stuff just to get into that. I used to do this as a like a speed round kind of thing, yeah. but the first time I did it, I feel like I glossed over so much more to talk about. So yeah. 
We're just going to ask some random questions and just, you know, have fun with it. Whatever. Right. Okay. You have a go-to snack. Um, sometimes. I mean, it's dill pickle sunflower seeds I'm really into. Oh, okay. I think, like, I used to hate sunflower seeds, too, but my coworkers always ate them, and I think it's, like, a little bit of, like, the monotony of the job and how boring it is. Like, having a snack that you actually kind of have to work for yeah. is, like, it's it's much better than, like, if you take anything else, like chips or something, like, you start to feel gross because you ate too many or you're all, like, greasy and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot of a lot of us ended up eating sunflower seeds. Dill pickle is my favorite flavor. Oh, that's awesome. Um, do you have a shoe preference? Uh, I wear my Adidas or my Doc Martens. I'm supposed to wear like black shoes. Um, the Doc Martens are not as great anymore in the winter because they don't have grip. Oh yeah. So how long have you had those Doc Martens? Uh, what? The first time, the first time I ever bought them, I was fourteen, I think, and I just replaced them four years ago. All right, yeah. So yeah, that good. Doc la- Martin they're, shelf life. They're they're worth the money because they last like ten plus years. Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what kind of soap do you use? Soap. Actually, I bought a bunch of soap from my coworkers. My coworker's wife's sister makes soap. Uh, um, makes soap. All right. Yeah, and they were like some really good smelling soap. So I use those, or I'll sometimes use a uh, body wash from Bath and Body Works. Any specific type? Sense. Yeah, my uh, my stepmom works there. So. Okay. Um, every time I start to really like one, they discontinue it, and then I get really sad. Yeah. I think the last one yeah, I they had do was that. like a honeysuckle one all right and then there's like white teen ginger i also like nice i think that's also discontinued so i'm basically gonna have to go back there and be like all right what can i like replace this with that i'm not gonna be 100 percent happy with <laughs> it happens every time oh that's rough <laughs> i think at one point it's just gonna be like wow i i hate this smell <laughs> but it's so close to like what it was last time at this point that is it yeah? Is this what you gotta do? Yeah, it just dwindles <laughs> down to nothing. All right, back to food. Tip, uh, um, spicy, not spicy. Uh, that will depend on my mood. Um, I love spicy food, but also some days I can feel like I'm gonna have a heartburn day. Uh, so I'll avoid the spicy foods on a heartburn day because nothing's worse than spicy heartburn. <laughs> yeah. It burns for two reasons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What movie do you think you've seen the most in your life? I used to say favorite movie, but it always trips people up because they want to be like, what movie represents me as a person? Yeah. But what have you seen the most? Um, it might be Star... Come on, buddy. Come on. Either Pan's Labyrinth or Stardust, probably. Okay, good answers. <laughs> I like that. I, I didn't realize how much I liked Stardust until I noticed like I kept putting it on. <laughs> you know, I watched it. Yeah. I was like, that was a good movie. That was cool. And then, like... Six months later, I was like, I think I've watched that like seven times already since then. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I've done the same thing. It's yeah. just like I don't want to think; I just want to see something yeah. I know I like. Or like I put it on in the background while I'm doing something, you know? Yeah. But like that—that's starting to be my go-to for that. In Pan's Labyrinth, I just love visually and the storyline and everything else. But 
you can't really watch that in the background because you have to read. Yeah. Which I'm, I I like subtitles. I have no problem with that, but it's definitely not a like background movie, you know. Well, I've I've had it on, I've had it in the background at bars. Yeah. And it does give a nice vibe. Like even okay. though you like, I mean, if you've seen it enough times, you get the beats of the movie. Yeah. So it is kind of nice to just have on. But again, yeah, not not the best thing to have on in the background. Um. Uh, well, at this point too, it's gotten to where I I know what's going on and like what they're saying, even though like. Yeah. <laughs> All right, your favorite vegetable. Favorite vegetable. Hmm. I really like Brussels sprouts. Man, <gasps> come here. <laughs> there's this, uh, Jack Eagle sells this Prince Edward medley, and it's like <laughs> green beans and those yellow beans and then carrots. That's actually what I was eating earlier today. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's pretty delicious. I think I like blends more than just like a straight up vegetable on its own, though. I'd say that counts as a good answer. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, what's your biggest fear? Uh, I don't know. Probably death, honestly. Like, oh, no, fair answer. Fair answer. <laughs> I used to get like when I was first driving to work on the turnpike because I had never really driven on a highway before with like big ass trucks and everything um going that fast like i just like always pictured like a car coming up over the Mm -hmm. the median or something and it it really made me like think about death a lot and i was just like yes horrifying yeah i I get that big time that just vehicle fatalities like Mm -hmm. it just it's so it could happen so easily i just know so many dumb people that drive like just the worst people (laughs) i I, I see them coming like through my lane and like they like hit the curbs and like they'll like cut each other off to like get in front of each other and it's like you drove on the road at like probably 80 miles an hour for however long that's great yeah and you're legally allowed yeah just (laughs) go ahead yeah take that killing machine and Mm -hmm. just drive around like, town they'll, they'll even come down my lane i can see them because they like start hitting curbs and stuff going like a good like pretty fast while looking for change like mm-hmm. if and we have to cross those lanes so like we have to like are they actually looking at us can i go like you know yeah. no you probably shouldn't go if there's a car coming because they're probably looking for change instead of looking at where they're driving yeah, I think that's my general policy. That if, if a car is coming towards me, I'm just going to pretend like there's nobody in it and just yeah. treat it like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, do you have a, a, a cocktail that you're into? I actually haven't been drinking a lot lately. I think the last time I got drunk was Christmas. That's a good time to get drunk. Yeah. You have like a something you're into? When Something you were into? Uh, I drank rum and... Um, Coke Zero a lot. I found I'm not crazy about Coke Zero in general, but my hangovers were like almost non-existent in comparison to drinking like sugary drinks. Alright. Never so. tried that, but that, you know, that sounds alright. Um, what was the last picture you took on your phone? Let's find out. It was probably of Luna. <laughs> yeah, that's your name. You. Hey. Again, we'll add to the heavily edited portion of the podcast, but should have its own segment, something like this. Yep, what was of Luna? 
picture before Luna was of my to send to my apartment complex because they hadn't cut the grass or the bushes in a very long time. Oh wow! Yeah, they did like, not. You need to handle this. So they showed up today <laughs> to do that finally. So yeah, mostly just pictures of the puppy right now because they grow up like so quickly that. Yeah, you got to get those puppy pictures. If you don't take in. like a million pictures, like in the first like four weeks, it's like, oh, well, that's just gone forever now. Yeah, I have a big ridiculous portrait of my dog as a puppy on the front of her cage. Oh. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm an asshole for that, but I love it. Um, all right, uh, tipping custom. Do you have a, a general way that you like to tip, or any kind of? Oh, like when I tip people, mm -hmm. I'll usually do at least twenty percent. If they're exceptionally good, I'll go, like, I can go substantially higher. It depends on, like, um, how much money I have, like, you know. Yeah, I like that. I, I like the quick... at 20%. If, if they're subpar, I'll usually do 20%. If they're, like, kind of mean, I'll probably do 15% or maybe 10%. I'd say that's fair. I almost never do nothing, though. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, last last question, and you can take as much time as you want with this one. Okay. What type of music do you prefer, and why? And why? I'm really horrible at answering, like, any music questions. Like, I know... That's why I've workshopped different versions of this question sometimes, yeah. and this is the first time I'm trying this one out. Well, like, me specifically, I know a lot of people are really into music, and, like, like you are, you know, you always find, like, awesome music and stuff. I get intimidated by finding new music. Like, intimidated how? Like, I have trouble finding new music that oh. I actually enjoy. And I think because of that, I avoid it a lot. Um, like, I don't listen... I don't have a long commute, so I don't listen to music a lot that way. Like, I might be able to listen to one or two songs. So... I think I like some types of, like, electronica or, like indie music I've been getting into lately um I like female singers I know hmm. that yeah I, I prefer female singers for the most part and I think that's just a sound like n no like reasoning like I think females are whatever yeah know? no it's it's uh, I don't know what you call it but I've, I've always steered more in that direction mm -hmm. um but beyond that there are certain songs that, like, the lyrics I really relate to or something, so I, like, appreciate it for that. Other than that, I don't like guitar solos. I can, I, I, I can see that. <laughs> the only one that. I've ever really accepted was... Uh, it's a Daft Punk song. Which one? I can't think of which Daft Punk song it is right now. I'm sure everyone listening, if they like Daft Punk, knows what it is because it's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't, I can't think of any, I can't think of a single track. <laughs> but, all right, so this is the, this is the real last question. Okay. What's the best advice you ever got? Hmm. I mean, that's a hard one to just come up with off the top of my head. Yeah, that should be another one of those things that I uh, give people a heads up. Yeah. Because, like, I, my brother uh, recommended that 
And I was like, that's brilliant. I love it. it that's going to really one. expound on something. But like, oh, yeah, I'm putting someone on the spot to, <laughs> to be like, hey, can you be profound like now? Yeah. <laughs> and like there are certain, um, you know, tips and advice that I've gotten that I've like put into practice. But like I can't really think of like how how to word it. I might have to get back to you on that. Yeah, I'm sure we'll uh, give this another shot without all the distractions. I'm sorry. No, no, it's all good. This is fun. <laughs> um, I do have to start getting ready for work, though. No, that's perfect timing. No, we we got we got through everything.